spilled on me. All right, welcome to episode one of the Taint Posse podcast. We're your hosts, Josiah Bolding, Isaac Holland, and Caleb Dempsey. We talk about life, college, and whatever else we want to. And uh, drink warm beer, apparently. Okay, yeah, this is that one. This is look, very cold. Look, if we had not taken an hour to get this set up, they would still be cold. I put it in a koozie for you. Well, what else do you want? We should have put it in the fridge until we were ready. It's okay. It's fine. And moving on. All right, All right Isaac. I, actually, I heard you have a, a joke for us, don't you? Yeah, I, I heard a joke today. And um, so, what's worse than ants in your pants? I don't know. Uncles. All right, Caleb. So, what's our topic? <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's move on from that. Um, so, today we are going to be talking about jeweling and some of the effects of jeweling. And I know. <laughs> Both of y'all jewel because y'all are taking big hits right now as I speak. Um, so that one jewels. of the main things that brought this to my attention is there's been a lot of controversy recently um, with like all the new stuff and like all the health risks. I think there's been some deaths that people think are related to jeweling. Um, and so I know that y'all had y'all have been vaping or jeweling for a while. Um, I know that y'all have kind of had uh, a lot of experience with it. You spent a good bit of money on it. Um, I know, Josiah, you've tried to quit, haven't you? Yeah, at least three times. And I think Isaac may have tried to quit a few different times. Yeah, once or twice. Yeah, I remember throwing away your uh, little blue vape pen. Oh God, when we were like 15. Yeah, in high school. <laughs> Those um, old blue disposables, oh, great yeah. things. Exactly. Um, so this episode of the podcast is is kind of gonna be focused on like the jeweling topic. I want to get y'all's take on it. Um, I have some questions lined up for y'all and just kind of generate some discussion about it. Um, I also have some research lined up and I want to get y'all's opinion on the research. Um, so first question is, do y'all currently vape? And I know we kind of already answered this, um, but- Let me answer that again for you. In case you couldn't tell, that was a fat cloud. Yeah. I don't know. One one thing that that really has been interesting to me, like vaping came along, I don't even know, a couple like five, six mm -hmm. years ago. I don't really Longer know, but that. it was it was the really big push was to stop smoking. Mm -hmm. And and that was that was its big like marketing campaign almost. And, you know, I like myself included and I know Josiah and, and I think a lot of people in our generation never smoked. Yeah. Like so we, we went straight to vaping and it, and it was never like to get off something. It was just something to do that maybe didn't smell bad or something that we could hide from our parents or, or something that we could do all the time. And it was just really convenient and maybe it tastes good and gave us a little buzz in the process. So, yeah, exactly. So it's almost as if instead of turning to cigarettes or dipping or anything, I guess, previous generations have gotten hooked on. Um, since vaping was created to get people off of that, it's almost as if we just turned to that as our new, I guess, obsession and addiction. And uh, before, I guess, we really get into the discussion, we should probably kind of identify for people that may not know, um, if you've been living under a rock, what is like a vape or a jewel? Um, what kind of contents are in that and um, how does it really work? So basically, in its purest form, a vape is an electronic device, it's a battery, and it also consists of 
like a coil that can heat up the cotton and the cotton is soaked by juice. Wow, I sound like such a <laughs> nerd talking about this, but go on. Um, it can come in lots of different forms and sizes or whatever. Uh, the juice mm -hmm. is basically, obviously nicotine is involved. It comes in different but it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have to. There are mm. nicotine-less vapes. Out there. Yeah, there are, there are no nicotine vapes, and um, a lot of people do that. Um, a lot of people get hooked on the just the you know puffing of it almost. Mm -hmm. But <clears throat> oh shit, it's that <laughs> beer. Knew that was bound. To I knew that was gonna come anyway. Um, yeah, but that's basically what it is. Um, it like I said, it's a big push to get off smoking. Um, cause you're still getting that nicotine buzz, but maybe that smoke and all the other chemicals coming from a cigarette or whatever is not really going into your lungs. It's water vapor mm -hmm. is what happens when the coil heats up. So that's, that's in a sense what it is. And it's kind of turned to, you know, you saw bigger vapes, um, a couple years ago and, and recently Jewel has been coming in and it's big pushes that it's so small, mm -hmm. it's convenient. Um, still packs a punch with the five milligram AKA or 50 milligram AKA 5% pod, which is more than most vape juices for just normal vapes have. So it's a lot easier to get buzzed. Um, and also a lot easier to get addicted to. And so one of the, one of the things that I want to know, um, from each of y'all is kind of when y'all got started. And I know that y'all been doing it for a while cause I've known y'all for my whole life pretty much. Um, so do y'all know exactly when and like how you got started? Like maybe somebody influenced you, like who that person was. Um, okay. So first time I ever heard of vape, it was just your little standard vape pen with blueberry juice. Um, it was in my basement with my brother, his best friend and his best friend's fiance. Mm -hmm. And it was actually his fiance's, um, and I know Isaac had mentioned it to me several times and I was curious about it. So I was like, you know, uh, do you mind if I just hit that once and see what it's like? So I did. It tasted really, really good. Um, there was almost no nicotine in it. Uh, but just like Isaac said, because of the flavor and the feeling of puffing, it really piqued my interest and I really enjoyed it. Um, so then probably like a couple months later, me and Isaac uh, and some other people from our school went to a gas station and bought a little disposable one and uh, just stood right outside the school and uh hit that <laughs> um <laughs> yeah oh my god it's so embarrassing so that, that sounds was... like a typical teenager story though yeah exactly it, it definitely did start just from people around me doing it mm -hmm. um i i don't i don't i know that we would buy disposable ones um when kind of we actually like found spots that would sell to us yeah um because we weren't 18 i think we were I was 14 first time I hit one. I think by the time we started hitting them together, Isaac, I was 15. So I was, I was Probably 16. 16 yeah. So yeah, about, about 16. And I had a spot that I would go to that would sell. And then <laughs> I remember the way you got them to uh, sell to you. Cause obviously you're obviously your license said that you were 16, but you were dual enrolled at SWU at the time. So you always said, Oh yeah, I forgot my license in Atlanta, but I have my student ID if that'll work. Yeah. <laughs> That that did it, and it worked a lot of the times um, in those sketchy gas stations. A little but, tip for you youngins. And it, it, no, it, <laughs> that's a joke. Disclaimer. Yeah, I was about to say this. This podcast is kind of supposed to be informing uh, for younger teens um, or mm -hmm. really anybody kind of our age that's maybe thinking about jeweling or um, yes, or has other people that jewel and they're like thinking about getting into it. 
Um, in a word, don't. Well, but we'll, we'll, we'll kind of yeah. We're about, I'm going to get into that eventually. Um, but it's it's also starting a lot younger now. Yeah. Yes, because I like, I, I I mean I know I picked up some kids from school a couple times last semester, and, and they were nine years old, mm-hmm. and there were people, there were kids at their school who had jewels. Really, nine years old. Holy and crap! It was, Is that even that's middle school, right? No, no, it's that's elementary, elementary school. Wow. And it was just crazy that they were so informed on that was and like, you know, even even hitting it like in an elementary school bathroom. Like, it's just insane to me. I wonder if that's just addiction is starting younger and younger, because I know on average and this isn't really what this is about, but on average, most boys see porn by the age of nine and start getting addicted through there. So I wonder if it's not just porn that is enticing, but anything that's kind of ambiguous and almost forbidden for people that age and if that almost makes it more fun and leads to addiction as well yeah and i feel like since they're so young they're like even more influenced to addiction Mm -hmm. um and i feel like it also may affect like some of their brain growth and there's there's an article um by uh, katie hurley called Jeweling of Teenagers, Why Vaping is a Dangerous Trend. And uh, she says that addiction can negatively affect the ability to focus on a task as cravings trigger fidgeting and irritability. Given that the adolescent brain is still developing, it is susceptible to addiction. Uh, Early addiction to nicotine can cause the brain to remodel, changing the threshold for addiction to substances this makes teens more likely to habituate to nicotine, drugs, and or alcohol. And so I was wondering uh, specifically about like the the craving triggers and like fidgeting and irritability. Do you all have any experience with that? And have you noticed <laughs> anything? Yeah. Um, not really because I kind of growing up um, – Kind of from the age of like 16 up until college, you know, I vaped on and off. Mm -hmm. I never was steady with it, but I never was addicted to it. And I wasn't even addicted to it and probably until I got my jewel, because if I would ever not have it or, you know, not be in a place where I could use it, I I was never like I was fine. Yeah, because you had like a bigger like box. Mm -hmm. babe. Yeah. Once I turned uh, once I turned 18, I bought one. Mm -hmm. I bought like a a real one. Not those disposable ones and I, I was fine i never i never got to a point where i was like having withdrawals or anything until until i started jeweling and my mindset was kind of like i've never been addicted before this is just so much easier and convenient and everybody like you know other people are doing it mm-hmm. um so i never i never really thought you know it was going to happen until until i actually tried to quit and i remember i i was like it's my last day last pod whatever I laid down in bed that night and it had been like a couple hours and I was like fidgeting, like I, like not physically like shaking, but I could not like shake this urge. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. It was insane. I mean, yeah, definitely. Same for me. The first time I tried to quit, um, I wasn't really properly motivated. I didn't have a reason. It was more just like, eh, you know, this isn't really good for me. I might as well quit, which is a great reason. But unless you're motivated by other things, you're not going to stop. So how many think, times have you had to quit? Like, how many times have you tried to quit? Uh, three that I can think of. Okay. 
Um, and probably more. Obviously, none of them have been. Successful. Yeah, no. Um, so that first time, I think it lasted two days. Um, and I was getting ready to go away for a trip. I was like, you know what? Screw it. I don't care. Like, I'm young. Live fast. Die young. Um, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> what? Interesting. Okay. Okay. So anyways, um, that lasts like two days. Uh, but I'd never really had withdrawals or anything. The second time, it was beginning of this year. Um, I think I wound up quitting for about two and a half months. And the reason I've added up how much a year um, I would be spending on pods and vape-related things in general, and it came out to like 800 bucks um, a year, <laughs> which is a lot for me. Other people, it's more. Uh, and I, I think that's why Isaac is laughing because he's a little bit more into <laughs> And vaping than you, I would say, and yep. probably well, honestly a little more addicted than you. Yep. Um, and so Isaac, first of all, before we get to how much you've spent on a jewel or uh, vaping period, um, have you tried to quit before? And what was your experience like with that? I have. Um, I tried. I was never really that motivated either. Um, I never. Um, I never really got off of it, I guess. Mm -hmm. I might have stopped myself, but, you know, you know. So I, maybe you just, you kind of like stopped yourself from hitting it as often? Or yeah, something? I definitely slowed down at times. Okay. Um, and I also, um, like, would it maybe if I, you know, if I was going through, you know, a couple days or a week where I, I wasn't buying my own stuff, you know, I would, I would hit my friend's and just do stuff like that yeah. um just because I, I i just really wanted to and i was never yeah. really like motivated and i i saw this thing about quitting um specifically smoking and it's it says you have to you have to realize that you don't want to and kind of have to accept that and you know i took the opposite idea after i watched that i was like well i don't want to so i'm not gonna lie to myself and just kept on trucking there's an article that i read uh called jeweling the addictive new vaping trend teens are hiding. Um, and it says that it's not easy to get kids to stop. Their bodies crave it. They need it to get through their day. And you were kind of saying that since you got the jewel, um, you've kind of needed that to get through your day. Do you go anywhere without your jewel now? Is that something like your phone and your wallet that you carry on? Like it is. I do the pat down. <laughs> I was going to say, I, before I ever leave my apartment, I do the three pocket pat down, make sure I have my phone, my keys, and my jewel. Yeah. Well, I guess I guess mine's a four. I do phone, keys, wallet, jewel. Gotcha. Um, I, I, really, I really don't go anywhere without it. Um, and yeah. have you ever like had a scare with like losing it or something and like, or maybe it's like not charged and you're like freaking out trying to get a charger. I don't freak out about it not being charged anymore okay. because I have multiple. I was going to say, Isaac has like seven, so he doesn't I have, really have to worry about that. I have three. And I, I I found them at my like at my job. I didn't, you know, I'm not just going out buying extras. But. So you have one, what, like at work, uh, in your car, and at home? Well, I have chargers strategically placed at different points where I will be in my life. I have one in okay. my car, one in my room, one in my living room, one in my bathroom, um, <laughs> one at work, 
one in my backpack. I think maybe that it does actually out of seven. I haven't been counting, but that seems a lot. Well, more that's than just chargers. Three. That's just chargers. Oh wait, um, you were talking about jewels. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have three like jewel actually, things. Oh, okay, that's mm-hmm. news to me because uh, I thought you only had one. No, I found some at work. Um, Got you. Okay. Like I'm not going out and buying them, and it's so never... literally you charge one, and then while that's charging, you use like another one. Not real. Not usually while it's charging. Because I, I kind of have a mental thing that if one's charging and I can't wait till it charges, mm-hmm. I just get depressed thinking about that. <laughs> wait, honestly, like, like you kind of feel sad or something. I, I like I like stop myself when one's charging. I'm like, all right, I can wait. Right. Like I can wait until that one's. But um, you still crave it. How often does occasionally. that occasionally? How often does that actually work out? And you wait before you go and get another one. To put it it there? just depends, cause like. Um, if I'm like at work and one's dead, I can throw it on the charger and not be worried about it. But if I'm hitting one all day and then it gets low on battery, I'll just throw it on the charger and do homework or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so going back to like you quitting, what was kind of like your reason? I know Josiah said he was more like the financial um and I would maybe argue, I feel like you also knew you were addicted to it. Yes. And you kind of wanted to get rid of that. At that point, I could definitely tell that when I didn't have it, I was, like you said, more irritable, fidgety. And I'm already ADHD, so I always have to have something in my hands. And it was just way worse without nicotine. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that was another big factor in it. So, Isaac, what was your reasons behind <laughs> My girlfriend. <laughs> girlfriend uh, at the time that yeah, yeah. Uh, my girlfriend at the time wanted me to um wanted me to quit mm. and it was um what were her reasons behind it do you know uh in her exact words um <laughs> i don't want to say that um <laughs> she just basically said that she she didn't want to take care of me when i was old and had lung cancer well we don't have to worry about that now interesting well i mean like just because it is a new thing and no one really knows the long-term effects. I think that worried her. Uh-huh. Um, and also just the fact that I was addicted to it and it was never a thing like she's like forcing me to quit, but it had, it had come up in our conversation too many times for me to just ignore it more. So I, I put it down and really gave it my best shot on that one. Yeah. And, uh, Going back to that article, jeweling the addictive uh, new vaping trend teens are hiding. Um, it actually talks about like some of the the research that they've done or that other people have done. It kind of references that. It says that we know based on Jules' own published testing that these products contain carcinogens. Um, and so I think her... Tunnel, what in the hell is a carcinogen? <laughs> Um, I was really, I don't, I don't think you want to know because I mean, I know there's formaldehyde and other nasty chemicals in there. I'm guessing it's that, um, I was kind of hoping you'd ask that (laughs) because, um, the definition of a carcinogen is a substance capable of causing cancer in living tissue. Oh, he just threw his jewel across the room. Okay. I got another one in the car. And that's based on, according to this article, um, published by Healthline, uh, that was according to Jules' own testing. And so maybe some of her concerns about like the health um, were kind of valid. 
I mean, I would definitely say they are valid. No one knows yeah. the long-term effects of vaping because, like Isaac said earlier, it's only been around for a couple of years. So, no one's been vaping for twenty-five years. Exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah, and that's. <laughs> so, I think that's maybe come one of her concerns. Was like she didn't want to uh, have to deal with that because you probably will. Um, be if I had to wager, we're gonna have lung cancer. But if I had to put money on it, I don't. I don't know. So. Because I'm not planning on doing this the rest of my life. I, I, I feel like once I feel like once. But see, it's I an, it's an addiction. You're gonna have to take some major steps, and it's gonna take a lot to quit. Plot twist, Isaac. This is an intervention. <laughs> we can get those. We can get those. Uh, no, this this is just this podcast or this episode of the podcast is really to kind of uh, warn teens yes. and people who are thinking about starting really what the actual effects are and what some of the things you got to think about. It's not just something you just suck in for fun. It's like something that has actual mm-hmm. consequences. Um, you can get those patches. You can be like Patch Brothers. Either that or the gum. Or just start smoking. Uh, yeah, let's not do that, actually. Uh, little, but definitely end up in lung cancer. I, I would have like patches <laughs> going all the way down my leg. Just <laughs> <laughs> little tangent. I went to like three different gas stations once looking for nicotine gum, and none of them had it. So I just bought more pods. Mm, interesting. I have a similar story. I went to the gas station and bought pods, and that's it. That's a great story there, buddy. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So, joke. so going back to you and some of the reasons you were quitting, um, and kind of let's go to the financial aspect. You're pretty well off, so you don't necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> that's one way to say it. <laughs> so, so you don't have to necessarily worry about that forefront to maybe some like the health concerns or um, something like that, but. Let's get into how much you have spent on Julian because Josiah told us like he spent like $800 was probably like his max what per month? Right? No, no, that was per year. Oh, per year. Um, per month. <laughs> if it was $800 per <laughs> month, sorry. there's no way I would still be Julian. <laughs> You're right. Um, that was my bad. But so you you laughed at 800 when he said that. <laughs> I did. So I did. Tell, us, tell us why you laughed. So I did some number crunching before this episode and... Um, I, I I came out to a rough number. Now this is very this is very like not you know necessarily really close to accurate, but it's about uh-huh. it's about two G's a year. Two G's. Two grand. That's uh. And like you said, the the uh, that's the first time I'd ever calculated it out when when you sent me the questions. That's uh-huh. the first time I ever calculated it out. Were you surprised um, by that number? I was. I never really, like you said, I never really worried about the financial aspect of it. But mm-hmm. it was more of the, um, like, you know, what's this going to do to me when I'm 50 yeah. aspect of it. But, and also the dependency, probably, I yeah, imagine. Yeah, for sure. Um, and just seeing people, um, like, that that number did surprise me. And um, so, but like I said, the finance, the financial part of it has never really been my main concern. But... One of everybody knows him here. One of our friends just had a baby, and he's he's probably he's pretty 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 addicted himself. And the baby, yeah, well, <laughs> probably probably. Um, he was all about like I'm gonna stop when my kid comes. I'm gonna stop when the baby gets here. Whatever. whatever. Mm-hmm. Plot twist. He did. Plot twist. He called me like the like on the way home from the hospital. The baby wasn't in the car. Disclaimer. Mm-hmm. I'll say that he's like this thing has not left my mouth like since I left the hospital, <laughs> and I think 
Well, I mean, I can imagine I'm having, sure having a baby is a stressful exactly. thing. And so uh, I can I can see why he wanted to have that like nicotine in him. Speaking of, uh, do you want to talk about some of like the effects of nicotine? Like what happens when you when you hit it just a little bit and what happens when you like smoke on it consistently uh, like y'all are kind of doing right now? Okay, so when I first started, uh, I, like Isaac, had a bigger vape before I started jeweling. Mm-hmm. Um, thought jewels were kind of stupid, honestly. When I would hit one, it would make my lungs burn. Uh, you could feel like the little individual hair things in your lungs almost burning away. It hurt a lot. But then uh, I went to summer camp, senior year of high school. One of my friends had one. Uh, and I hit it probably two or three times in a row, which was the first time I had ever done that and got a full body nicotine buzz, which was the first time I'd ever had one of those. And it felt amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so after that trip, I came, bought my first jewel. Uh, and for the first probably three weeks, it was still like that. I could hit it three times, get a buzz. It was great. Yeah. So we, okay. So yeah, we've kind of talked about some of the, a lot of the negative effects. And so you'd say that that buzz is a yes, that really buzz, positive is amazing um but since i've been doing it now just over a year in august it was a year Mm -hmm. um now it takes me like eight long probably six second hits in a row to feel anything and even then it's still not a full body buzz like no matter what i do i can't get that buzz back um so my tolerance has obviously raised since then Mm -hmm. um but that's also that that's the way it is with almost every everything that's addictive. Um, yeah. Like that first time you do it. And, and this is true with, you know, with nicotine, alcohol, with, with with like especially like weed and cocaine and all the way up that first time you do it, you're going to get the biggest high, the biggest buzz that mm-hmm. you're ever going to get. And what makes it addictive is you always trying to get back to that exactly. point. That's You're chasing why, the high. Exactly. And that's why people who, you know, you know, smoke a lot of weed, they're trying to get back, you know, to that high or like people who overdose, mm-hmm. uh, like, you know, people who overdose on, you know, hardcore drugs, it's, the, you know, they're trying to reach that high. And um, that that's, that's what makes all these things so addictive is that is that buzz or that feeling. And, and like Josiah said, I, I can never get back to that. Because you want to try? No. I, I would, because um, when I when I first started vaping, I, w- I would get buzzed pretty regularly. And that was like, okay, I'm buzzed. I can stop for a little bit now. Yeah. Um, and the first time I hit a jewel, I got buzzed. Um, and I bought one. And by that, how expensive were they? They were like 50 bucks when they first came uh, out, weren't like they? Like 40-ish, yeah. And so I, I bought one. And um, how much are they now? Just curious. They're eight bucks. Wow. Yeah mass production right there exactly and yeah and you just you keep going and you slowly fade away from getting buzzed at all and it just becomes more of a dependency factor not a chasing a high it's just if i don't do it i don't feel normal exactly and like the majority of the time like i'll be sitting in my apartment playing video games or something and it's not even like oh i want to get buzzed it's just like oh where's my jewel okay here it is might as well hit it now that i've found it um or okay, I'm at a loading screen. Well, don't want to be on my phone. Might as well just hit my jewel. It's almost like it's something to pass the time, like kind of. entertain exactly. your mouth. <laughs> okay, mm, don't say it like yeah. that. Entertain <laughs> my mouth. Nasty boy. 
Um, but it's, yeah, it's almost like not if I don't have it that I go through withdrawals right then. It's just like, I notice I don't have it and I want it, if that makes sense. And so the only, I guess you could call it drug that I've had that I've gotten buzzed off is alcohol. Um, and so I was wondering if y'all could kind of explain like the differences in the buzz for maybe some of our older audience that has had drinks or I know y'all have had a little bit of experience with weed um, and what kind of the differences I know there's got to be a drastic difference, but like, what do you feel when you're buzzed off of nicotine versus like alcohol? Or... All right. My, so. our, 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 my mom better not hear this. <laughs> <laughs> so um, a great way to put it is when you're drinking and you've had three, four beers and you're starting to feel something, you're buzzed, you're not drunk, you're almost tipsy, right? Mm-hmm. And you get that head buzz. That's how nicotine is. Um, except it doesn't last as long. Really? Yes. So the first time I drank at Caleb's, I don't know if you remember this, but I was like, I, yeah, I have just finished my third halfway through my fourth. Um, and I said, I think I'm starting to feel the effects of alcohol. Uh, it feels like how it feels when I'm buzzed off my jewel, but it's not going away like my jewel does. Well, how long do those buzzes last for you? Or that like initial buzz? That initial buzz lasted probably of like nicotine. Two minutes of nicotine. Now if I get a buzz, it's twenty seconds. Mm. See, like I don't know. Well, they're different. Um, alcohol is a depressant, um, and so when you're you know when you're drunk, you know you might be the life of the party or whatever, but you're still you feel heavy. Yes, like it's bringing your body down because mm-hmm. uh, it's a depressant. Nicotine's kind of different. It's almost a, um, yeah. I guess it would be an upper stimulant. It's a stimulant. Yeah, it it, it wires you up. Mm-hmm. Um, Is weed that as well? No, no, weed's a depressant. Okay. Um, I'm not. I a, did not know that. I'm yes. not a drug expert. Yeah. That's I, why a lot of people, myself included, would say weed is not a party drug. Weed is something that you do around your friends just to chill out, have a good time, listen to music, watch a movie. That's an entirely different conversation. So, like, though. if you were wanting to be like stimulated you do like cocaine and nicotine yes cocaine is one of the big stimulants okay. disclaimer i don't know from experience I, I i've that. never yeah, done cocaine no experience with cocaine yes none but of us. i know a one really close friend who does and they never want to do it again okay back to the back to the podcast <laughs> yeah i didn't know we can edit that, that out friend. um yep yeah it's, it's yep. kind of like a it's kind of like a fuzzy i guess Fuzzy feel almost yeah. It's like okay, perfect example. You can't really like you know stand when up straight when you get really buzzed. Yes, you know when your foot goes numb and it feels like there's like bugs crawling all over it. The tingling. Yes, but it's like inside your body and that doesn't sound pleasant. But it's such a great. I was about to say that does not. It doesn't, but it sounds. So okay, great. okay. The best way I can describe it. Okay, TV static. TV static. Yes, how that looks. That's how it feels. Let's go. This is the shit right there. <laughs> Two nicotine addicts coming oh, yeah. up with the same analogy. <laughs> Interesting. So, like, I guess that that's a good way of explaining it because I kind of get what you're what you're feeling. Like, you're yeah. saying like the audio and like the visual, yes. but in feeling. Yes. Yeah. Which probably doesn't make a lot of sense, but that's literally it's like if you've TV ever experienced static, it. All that is your, spot like, on. All up in your shit. It's like TV static <laughs> everywhere. And where do you feel it in your body? Like all over. Okay, it's normally 
head. The head is the first one. But if you get really buzzed, like I did that first time in the first couple of weeks I had a jewel, it's full body. And it's just like, okay, my body feels great, which with alcohol, it's mainly a head thing too, mostly, is you feel drunk uh, in your head. But with nicotine, it's full body. It's just completely different. And it I, felt mm-hmm. amazing. I almost have gotten into a routine almost because I know certain parts of my day like my body doesn't crave it like anywhere from like like as soon as i wake up in the morning i i do it i hit it but anywhere from like say my classes go from they start at nine and end at three fifteen, or start at nine and end at 12 it's almost like a day-by-day thing if i'm in class or i'm supposed to be in class at this time my body's not really craving it but after i eat when i wake up at night like those, those are just times that I'm that that like my body knows like I want this now. See, and I would say it's the opposite for me because when I wake up, that's never the first thing on my mind. I usually don't hit it until after I've showered and I'm on my way out the door. Oh, you're crazy. Um, <laughs> but after I eat, yes. Um, and anytime I'm in the car, that's probably the biggest one for me. Um, walking to or from class, really walking anywhere, uh, and then at night while I'm sitting there either doing homework or playing video games, watching a movie. I'll do it because it's next to me, but I don't want it as much as I do earlier in the day. And as I'm laying in bed, falling asleep, it's never on my mind. So, And that's kind of a good transition into this uh, article. Um, it's called, I wake up and hit the jewel. And <laughs> I've never felt that more. Analyzing Twitter for dual nicotine effects, independence. And the reason I bring this up is because, Isaac, I think, I know uh, you and Josiah kind of differ with the waking up um, and hitting it. Uh, but I, I think you're you're not alone. It says that from the research that they did, um, from a uh, small sample size, a total of... 335 tweets mentioned dependence-related themes, including the use upon waking and compulsion to use. So I would say you're definitely not the only one yeah. that has experienced that urge as soon as you wake up. And I'm wondering if that's maybe because you're going a long time without hitting it that's, unless you're sleep hitting it, which maybe that's what you're doing, Josiah. <laughs> I doubt it, but that's exactly what I was going to say. That would be sick. It's not the first thing I crave when I wake up, but since on average I've just gone six to seven hours without hitting it, if I do hit it as soon as I wake up, that's probably the only time I'll get buzzed that day. Yeah. Because I'm going the longest span I think it, it does feel the best in the morning for a couple of reasons. There's not a lot of food in your body because mm-hmm. um, you just hopefully have been sleeping for a decent amount of time. And that kind of goes along with alcohol. Alcohol can affect you quicker if you have it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's also kind of maybe what it is is because it's a stimulant. In the morning, you wake up. I know, like, if you're like me, you're waking up not on time most days. Yeah. And you you need to you need to get up and you need to get going fast. Amen. Hit the jewel. Let's get a shower and get out the door in 10 minutes. So it kind of, like, wakes you up. Like, yes. Gotcha. Okay, for me, it's the exact opposite. If I hit it while I'm laying there in bed, it just makes me want to lay back down. Almost, almost as if, like, okay, almost as if it's I'm buzzed. I need to sit down and enjoy this must be buying different pods <laughs> uh, but yeah so um you started out with i guess both of y'all started out with um uh like actual vape right yeah um 
And so y'all kind of moved into to jeweling as soon as it kind of became a thing. Um, and so I was wondering kind of what are the differences between like the vape feeling and the jewel feeling, um, if there are kind of any differences. I know it's like all nicotine, but like I know that there's like there's stronger vapes that you've maybe used or something like that. So Okay. The best way I can describe it is I went to a haunted house, Mad World, over Halloween. Um, and in one of the rooms, it was a smoke room. So they had a lot of fog machines and all that going, which is very wet. And I mean, you had to breathe it in. You can't just hold, not breathe for two minutes. You'll pass out. But anyways, mm -hmm. so breathing that in, it made my lungs feel wet and made me feel honestly like shit. Uh, I would say that is very similar to an actual vape. A vape feels more wet in my lungs and it almost makes me feel heavier. Whereas a jewel hits very dry. Uh, it dries my mouth out a lot more than a normal vape. And I don't feel that moisture in my lungs the same way. It also, I think I kind of get what you're talking about. Cause when we had, when I had bigger, like actual vapes, not jewels, they would actually fill up your lungs yes. with this water vapor. So I think that's where the heavier things come from. Your whole lungs are just filled with this water vapor. Mm -hmm. And you breathe it out, yeah, but still you that, that was just all, like, all up in your lungs. And and you know, jewels produce such a smaller cloud, mm -hmm. but it's such a higher nicotine content, which I, I which I think is one thing that a lot of people don't realize. Yes. It, it is so much stronger than your average vape. Yeah. Cause like I said, it's that five percent or fifty milligram, whereas the highest vape juice, uh, because of the way the coils are made, it would hit way harder if it had this higher nicotine content. The way most vapes are made, the highest nicotine a vape shop will allow you to get now is 18%. It used to be 24, but less and less vape shops are letting you get that these days. Um, so That's the highest you can get now? At least at Vape Hala and the other one in Clemson. Uh, so... I would normally hover around six to nine, which is almost nothing. Milligrams, that is, uh, as opposed to the 50 milligrams in a jewel. So fun fact, the amount of nicotine in one jewel pod is the equivalent to a pack of cigarettes, where that is Word. <laughs> like with a standard vape, nowhere near that. And I'm wondering if it's also kind of related to this, what this article mentions. Uh, this article is titled The Dangers of Jeweling. Uh, it's by John Anthony Fraga from the National Center for Health Research. And what he's talking about in here, it says, while other brands use a chemically modified form called free-based nicotine, jewels use nicotine salts that more clo closely resemble the natural structure of nicotine found in tobacco leaves. This makes the nicotine more readily absorbed into the bloodstream and makes the vapor less harsh so that it's easier to inhale more nicotine for longer periods of time. So y'all would kind of agree with this, saying like it's it's easier to get a big rip at from a jewel than like a vape or not? Yes, I can hit a jewel, and this wasn't true when I first started, but I can hit a jewel way longer than I can hit a normal vape. That goes partly like Isaac said earlier, a regular vape will fill your lungs up much faster um, but also it comes back to that salt nick juice and that regular just nicotine vape juice, um, which with all 
pod related vape systems, whether that's Juul, the Sorens, um, all of that, they use Saltnik uh, because of the way the coil is manufactured, I'd assume. Um, and you can put regular vape juice in Juul pods and all that, but it won't hit anywhere near as hard or have the same effects. A lot because cheaper. It's a lot cheaper. It's a lot weaker of juice. Gotcha. And also it was like when we kind of started, it was all like, I would say it was mostly like all influence for me. Um, you and Daniel Myers. I think like Webb was like the first guy I hit one with. I, I know that, Webb yeah, Webb probably was, but also I feel like Daniel. Daniel had one, yeah. Um, and you, one. you hung out with him a good bit. I remember you telling me one time that y'all like hotboxed his Camaro. Yes, my most vivid memory is hotboxing Daniel's Camaro with his box. That sounds that so, had. that lame as hell. Yes. You hotboxed a car with vape. You were so in high school, so. We did that right before going into youth group. You know, great <laughs> Christian boys here. Oh um, God. But we did that with his vape. That's the first time I ever remember feeling sick from vaping because I had so much nicotine and so much moisture in my lungs. Uh, I went to the bathroom probably 10 minutes after getting out of his car, burped, and I still had more cloud come out of my lungs and stomach. It was never, for me, like something I was crazy about. Like I was never like, like a, you know, you see those guys and like who are all about their vapes and you know, that's like their, their, their passion. Or like, like they what, do tricks. And yeah, stuff. yeah. Like it was never something for me, like that. I just really enjoyed like vaping. Like it was like, Oh, like, I love this new vape. This is so cool. It was just like in a, like a, a in addition to me, I guess it was just like, Oh yeah. I would give you a whole biography. And at the end I would just be like, Oh yeah. And I vape. Yeah. Like that would, it, it's never really been something that has been extremely like important or like. And so y'all kind of started out being like influenced by other people that already were vaping and stuff. Yeah. And I'm guess like, were y'all kind of doing that to be like fit in or like to be cool or like to be friends with that person? For or, me? Or was it just, you were like hanging out with them. This guy's doing it. I like this person. I'm gonna do it too. Just kind of that and I guess curiosity too. Yeah, for me, I mean, I grew up with super strict parents, was never allowed to do anything. It was like the type of household, oh, you hung out once this week? Okay, well, you can't do anything for another two weeks. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of mine was, okay, well, I know my parents wouldn't like this. I want to do it. <laughs> um, and it was also a lot of, okay, well, everyone else is doing it. I want to fit in. Uh, yeah. And I feel like this will make me cool. And I feel like that's, honestly where a lot of teens get started in this and they don't know what they're getting themselves into like did y'all know that y'all were going to be no addicted no. to this and spending so much money on it and it causing maybe some uh, relationship issues or anything like that health issues down the line no i didn't if i had i legitimately think i never would have started because here's my reason behind that i my brother has dipped since he was 12 years old from the time he was like 16, I knew about it. Mm -hmm. And he's seven years older than me. So he still dips to this day. And I've seen him try and quit over and over again. And I, from like a very young age, found out the health risks of that. Was always so scared of it, about getting addicted to that. Um, never wanted to try it. And to this day, still have never tried to dip because of that reasoning. Yeah. But because there was no, I guess, research to show similar patterns with vaping, I was looked at it as, okay, well, this 
is just vapor, it's not really going to hurt me. It's not smoke. And it may so not hurt you, well. but there's also other factors that you exactly. got to think about. It's not just your health. It's mm -hmm. your dependency on it and also financial for yes. some people. And Mr. Isaac. that was something I never considered. <laughs> <laughs> and so would you kind of agree with that? Or like, what's your kind of story behind that? I don't know. I, um, I remember like, growing up, my dad my dad told me he's like yeah i dipped when i was i was younger and had to stop when i had a when i had a baby like all this other stuff and i i never really ever really thought about it that much other than like you know you know stay away from dipping you know don't smoke cigarettes whatever yeah um and it was more of like it's more like just a thing that you know we really had never been prepped for yeah you know kind of from a young age we're always drilled in you know there are things that are drilled in our minds like smoking's bad for you. Uh, don't do drugs. Don't drink and drive. Like things that are drilled into our brains from a very young age, and and, and this this came in like it's brand new. Yeah, basically shit. Something that comes in fast. Well, that's a great fucking analogy. But <laughs> it came in like the fucking Kool Aid. Man. Yeah, it came in oh, Kool Aid yeah. man style through the fucking walls. But <laughs> um, no, it was it just came out of nowhere and kind of was like, well, what is this? I'd never been prepped for this. My, you know, none of our parents know anything about it. None of our peers know anything about it. It's just like, all right, jump right in. And so do you regret starting? 100%. I would say without a doubt in my mind, if I could go back and tell myself not to, and tell myself what it would evolve into me spending $800 a year at bare minimum on vaping, being dependent on it, trying to quit and failing. If I could tell myself that, I 100% would. I mean, I don't think it's worth it at all. But now I'm addicted, so. <laughs> he says that as he takes another hit. Uh, what about you, Isaac? I don't know. I mean, if I if I could talk to my younger self, or probably I would probably talk to him about a lot of other stuff that would come before jeweling, but... <laughs> um, I would probably just say it's it's not, you know, like I said, it's never been something that's important to me and it's never been something that I defined myself by either. So mm -hmm. I, I would probably just say like, you know, it's never going to be something that you're crazy about. It's never going to be anything that, you know, adds on to who you are. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be cooler because you vape when you're 15. Yeah. Um, no matter, you know, maybe we thought different when we were 15, but um, I mean, I'd say there's almost a stigma around vaping now that not so much jeweling because it's almost as if they've evolved or evolved into two different things, but especially vaping. Like now, if you vape, you're kind of weird. Like you're if you, if you, not cool. If you got a big old vape and you're just ripping fat, fat clouds. clouds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I feel like there is a kind of negative stigma around vaping but i feel like especially with people our age and in even college, younger teens yes. jeweling is and a, a popular thing not to throw them under the bus but pages on instagram and twitter like oldro and barstool yeah glorify jeweling and even smoking cigarettes and all that so much that it's almost like it was in high school hey you're gonna be cool if you do this yeah because I, I remember it was like it was kind of a big ish thing and then everybody started posting it like you said old row barstool all those like college accounts started like posting about mm -hmm. 
um, jewels and like, oh my goodness, I lost my jewel. I need to find that like right now. I'm freaking out or whatever. Just like trying to be funny and stuff. Yeah. That it blew up. Like, I feel like that's really when it took off. Yes. It's like everybody did like the social media marketing for them. Like they yep. didn't have to do anything. They just sat back and let nicotine addiction control everybody. Because like consumer really, interaction. Yeah. Within like three months, I would say that's where, honestly, about the time I got one, that's where it went from, okay, probably two in 10 people have one to nine in 10. Because now I'm walking around campus, I'm hitting my jewel, and I can clearly see five other people doing the same thing. And it's also like, coming now kind of the deaths or you know health problems or whatever i I mean a lot of that is coming from thc yes in your jewel pods a lot of people are doing that um in kind of an interaction like um i'm not i don't smoke weed or anything like that but a big thing that's come along now is dab pins Mm -hmm. and it's kind of a vape pin with thc in it and it's so it's kind of like the jewel in weed form because if you're smoking a bowl or, or you have a blunt or whatever, you know, you, you know, you're still smoking it, but that that is straight, almost straight THC in those dab pins, yeah. and that and they're putting them in vapes, they're putting them in jewel pods. They're you know, you know, you can you can basically consume weed any way and get high, but when it's straight THC and you're consuming it in a jewel, which is taking a very strong hit, that's dangerous and that that really is um because you know a lot of the chemicals in jewel we don't know what they do but um you know i don't think they're gonna kill me right away yeah but you know if whereas like the thc stuff which you never know it's to clarify it's not the thc that's killing people from these black market jewel pods it's the well i mean that's what it is it's people going and making them on their own um, and selling them, and those are the pods that are killing people, not the Juul name brand pods. Yeah, but right. it's not the THC. It's the other chemicals they mix within to basically liquefy it. So, dab pins, it comes with a wax. It's You don't get weed in a nugget form or the straight plant. It is wax that is pure THC. And it's solid, so that's the dab pin heats it up and... That's how you get the vapor from it. With the Jewel Pod, since it needs to be liquefied and stay liquefied, they're using all these other chemicals, and that's the harmful part. So, for instance, I know one of the biggest ones in these pods is vitamin E. Vitamin E they're using to liquefy the wax, and when consumed in that form through vapor in the lungs, it's super dangerous. So it's not just that THC on its own in strong doses is lethal. It's definitely not that. It's these other unknown chemicals that people are getting and putting in these pods that there's no way of knowing what it is that is killing people and causing all these health problems at the moment. Yeah, because, I mean, if you, you know, how many people die from weed a year? Like almost none. none. Yeah. Like probably none. You know, weed mixed with stuff maybe. but Exactly. Um, like what, what really comes become, becomes dangerous is people making these things in their garage and thinking they're just going to get a, a cheap high off their dab pin, and then you know they don't know what they're doing, but everybody maybe they watch be, Breaking Bad. I was going to say everybody wants to be Walter White, but not everybody is a chemist. Yeah. So exactly. basically, if you take anything away from this podcast, take away this: do not buy like like Josiah said, black market jewels or whatever you want to call them. 
uh, like don't get these pods from people that have done stuff to exactly. them. Get it from the store if that's what you're wanting to do. Look, if somebody from class comes up to you and says, hey, I got this dab pod for the jewel, you wanna buy it? Say no, like by all means. Like if you're going to regardless, go buy regular jewel pods and then just go smoke weed. Don't <laughs> like don't combine them. That's where it gets super dangerous. Like unless you know 100% what is in it, don't do it. Well, Which I mean we don't know 100% what's in jewels, but I mean I'm not laid up in the hospital with a collapsed lung in the yeah. <laughs> So basically the message, you're going to jewel do it, but you're going to smoke weed, just roll up a dupe. Or, like, get a bong. Like, it's oh not that common. Okay, yeah, I don't want to be promoting this I'm, I'm not, I'm not. Do just, not smoke weed. I don't support <laughs> at all. That's not a message. Disclaimer. I'm just saying, if I can't convince you not to, do them separately, please. Disclaimer, none of us smoke weed. Yeah. I have I in the past, we've, never again. We've Terrible idea. Clear. Not fun. Um. So, yeah, so I guess. Queefed? <laughs> Hold on, what? No, what? What did you say? Oh, shit. <laughs> All right, we we. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, um, we're editing that out. <laughs> I don't even know how to. If, if not, this is whatever. Just raw footage, just pure raw. I don't need this. To <laughs> <sexual>. <laughs> All right, moving back on topic. All right, right yep. I think time time to kind of wrap up here. Um, and I'll, I'm going to kind of give a message to the people listening and then y'all can kind of give your finally thought, final thoughts too. Um, but basically, if you are thinking about jeweling, um, we really hope that this podcast has kind of been um, informative to you. We tried, I tried not to really like take necessarily side. Like I, I don't really care if you vape or not. I just want you to know what you're getting into. Yes. Um, like Isaac said, like, he doesn't necessarily want to quit, but Josiah is like completely against it. So it's, it's kind of depending on like who you are, what your situation in life is like. I would definitely recommend not doing it while you're young. Um, I would try to hold off on it. The, you're buying age, the buying age is 18 for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, yeah, I really hope you've kind of learned some stuff um, from this podcast, some stuff that you you won't be able to read in like a research article. Um, that's why I wanted to make this kind of like a personal conversation so I could get y'all's like experience with jeweling and vaping. Um, so yeah, I really hope you enjoyed the podcast. Do y'all have anything uh, to say? Any last warnings or? Um, yeah, like Caleb said, be informed before you start um, and heavily consider it because between financial and health issues, there's a lot that needs to be considered. Um, and if you're on the like verge of whether doing it or not, just don't. As someone who has done it, vaped for what, five years now and jeweled for almost a year and a half, don't, it's not worth it. I mean, my thing is kind of like, you know, if I, if I would go back and, you know, tell myself just because, I mean, I mean, we were young and, and we still are. It was just kind of a, it was kind of a thing. And I'm not saying, you know, definitely don't, we're young, you know, you know, we're bound to try and experiment with things and yeah. try things out. Um, So I wouldn't say don't, you know, just don't never. It's terrible because it's, it's not like, it's not like heroin. Mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> and so 
I mean, I wouldn't tell myself don't because, I mean, I think a lot of good comes from, you know, growing up and experiencing those things and making your own decisions and learning from them. But, you know, very quickly, it feels like it turned in from a every once in a while habit to an everyday thing. And yes. like we talked about, that can be cause dependency that can be financially struggling. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, and that's why I'm glad I'm getting like both of y'all's opinions. Um on this because I, I know y'all kind of have some different views on it um but i think josiah when he was saying like don't um i think he was saying like uh not necessarily like never do it but like don't kind of like really get into it yes um whereas you're saying like you know what if get into it if you want um, make choices yeah I, mean, like, I don't want to tell anyone what they should and shouldn't do. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying for me personally, I wish I never had. Yeah. And that's and, the thing. It's like, you know, you know, make your own choices, you know, experiment with things. That's part of growing up. That's part of like life is making decisions. But mm -hmm. like for me, I made that decision and I have to live with it now. And, and somewhere down the line, whether that's tomorrow or in, in four years when I have a baby, I have to deal with that now. And that's on me. That's not on anybody else. That's on me. I have to make that. I made that decision. I have to live with it now. So just just like think about everything before you do it. And just like Caleb said, be informed on what you're doing and, and why you're doing it, too. Because if you're doing it to impress you know, your friends, you know, that's stupid because they're your friends. Mm -hmm. But if you're doing it to impress a girl, if she's that's if she if she's if she's impressed by a jewel. You don't find another girl. Yes. Find another girl. <laughs> That's not your wife. Oh, oh, that guy's hitting a jewel, man. I want to. Mm. <laughs> All right. And on that note, I think we should uh, close up here. So thank you for listening to episode one of the Taint Posse podcast. Once again, we're your hosts, Josiah Bolding. Isaac Holland. And Caleb Dempsey. And we'll catch you next time. Peace. Yeah, for sure. Follow us on the gram. Isaac Colin 13. Venmo. I I don't know what my Venmo is. Mine is CDM3. I know that for sure. Yeah, yeah, let us know. Uh, my Instagram is Joe underscore bolding and my Venmo is Joe hyphen bolding. Um, please send me money. I'm broke. Hyphen. Yeah, let us know if you have any topics uh, you want us to cover. You know, we're looking to start this thing up and have some fun. Movies. Uh, this kind of this kind of was going into for for a class for Caleb, but we'd love to do this, you know, regularly. Uh, if y'all if y'all if we could have a following or something, that'd be pretty cool. So let us know. This wasn't supposed to turn into like a promo for y'all <laughs> or this. I mean, it is now though. So it's it fine. is now. I'm so down hashtag Taint Posse. Yeehaw. Uh, yeah. So movies, video games, TV show, literally anything. Just like we'll do some research on it and then come back to you. We might do research. We might do. Yeah. Yep. Peace. Woo.